nausea, marching bands, falling down. <laughs> Imagination, communication, mongoose. How could these be linked? Stick around and find out on today's show of Offbeat Oddities. Tog listeners, welcome to the second to last episode of season one. I am host Mercury Ryan. And I am host Bromine Eric. For the last two episodes of episode or season one, we are going to include some guest hosts. But before we get to that, I got to shout out today's sponsor, of course. Today's sponsor is The Dairy Shop. Sweet Jesus, that's good. <laughs> I've never heard that until now. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> Anyway, I'd like to introduce today's guest host, our producer, and our social media manager. Hello, I'm guest Argon Hunter. (laughs) And I am guest Potassium Aaron. For those of you that don't know, Hunter is Eric's roommate, and Aaron is my wife. So these are our first two guest hosts on for the show. So this will be a little bit more of a group discussion setting, so we'll be entered interjecting plenty and you know it's not really going to have much of a structure other than nah it's just it's going to be a general form. topic and we're going to kind of bs about it for a while you may hear four Enjoy. voices at once instead of two anyway to get us started our guest host erin is going to start with her topic let's talk about it so we have the hollandwell incident also known as all fall down which We'll get there in a second. (laughs) This took place in July of 1980, and there were 300 children that randomly started having fainting attacks at a showground in Nottinghamshire, England. Wait, so were there any adults involved at all? There were some adults involved, but it was mainly kids. So this was a junior brass and marching band competition with over 500 kids in attendance, and... Parents, adults, band directors, all kinds of other people. And it started at 9 o'clock in the morning. A lot of them had traveled for a long time to get there. And around 10.30 in the morning, the kids just randomly started fainting. This is early. What the heck? I was yeah, expecting like, this to be like midday, like no, like noon. Heat hadn't really o'clock. been a factor or anything. But they started having random symptoms of like they were puking, their eyes and throat were sore. And they were getting dizzy, and then they would just faint. Hence why they call it all fall down. But overall, there were 300 victims, including some adults, mainly children, but also babies. So this is where things get a little weird. So they started blaming it on a whole bunch of different things. The first one was a contaminated water supply, because obviously everybody was drinking water. But when they went back to check, the water supply, it was fine. So they had st- they started telling everybody, like, don't drink the water. So people started to panic a little bit. Then they thought it could be food poisoning because all the kids were eating ice cream. What band director lets them their kids eat <laughs> ice cream at 9 a.m. before a band competition? <laughs> like, come on. That's just common sense. But yeah, I mean, I am a band director and I would never do that. 
and I'm a music teacher. Like I'm, I'm, we're not I'm stupid. Totally not a band director, and I would totally do that. You no, still like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way. So then they started saying, "Oh, it's the ice cream. The ice cream's making everybody sick," but that wasn't it either, because they tested all the food and it was fine. So the last speculation was that there was a farm nearby that was spraying a lot of pesticides that are no longer allowed to be used in England because like they're not good for you however it was sprayed hundreds of yards away three days prior and they were saying well maybe it was like just floating in that direction but the wind was not going in that direction so what was it so good question why don't we talk about it the official status of it was it was mass hysteria that once one kid saw one kid pass out then the rest of them pass out which i can understand that that is a real thing like which if you listen to uh, was the first episode i think we did where i oh, talked the, the about dancing the dancing plague. plague that was also one of the big theories behind that mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean, and big groups have a lot of power Especially in the weird, whenever it comes to the weird stuff like that. I've seen stuff happen like that on airplanes when somebody gets sick, multiple people in the airplane get sick. It's it's, it's It's weird. It's it's a legitimate phenomenon. Oh no, I wouldn't be like my friend. (laughs) And that's exactly what. If your friend jumped off a bridge, well, maybe if everyone does it. Yeah, I I mean, that's possible. (laughs) Right. Maybe. Perfect. Seems like a good idea. It does. But the weird part was is babies were being affected, and like babies don't know what mass hysteria is. They're just like, Hey, yo, living my life in the stroller, and then boom, passed out. Like, what like, if, like, you're a baby, okay? Put yourself in the mindset of a baby. And then, like, you just watch your mom pass out. But well, the moms your... weren't passing out. But were there any adults <laughs> passing out? There were there some were. adults. Were some of those adults the moms? <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We, we don't know. We don't it's know. a stretch, but it's. But here's connection. the last part. Maybe. Is not only did babies pass out and there were some adults that were affected but there were also five horses that were affected <laughs> and they actually had to put down the horses and no so are we're the not horses... talking about the band directors either <laughs> so like the horses are like what watching all these kids pass out and they're just like i'm gonna pass out too better just drop then yeah, yeah. and that really sucks because they had to kill all the horses wait. all right so. now, this wait, really? is, kind of, this is yeah. a little off oh. topic but do Horses are like one of the few animals that can fall asleep standing up, right? I think so. so is it horses? Or I mean, is cow, that cows? Cows can. Horses, no, horses maybe, do. Maybe it might be horses. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I know cows can. Horses can rest standing up or lying down. That's awesome. So. They get a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I choose this. So horses can sleep standing up or laying down. Which, you know, they got plenty of options. But Maybe they were just did resting. They, did they pass out standing up? Oh. Or maybe just six horses fell asleep. I the think they time. just collapsed. <laughs> you, well, you should look it up if horses can pass out standing up. To me, the obvious answer is this is a band festival, so clearly they were resting. We didn't get to that segment of the show yet, right? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who hired this man? <laughs> <laughs> you did, actually. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. A couple of the people that I did read about, though, um, like the one guy was a firefighter and a miner, and he 
not like a minor, like a child, but like a go into a mine minor. Oh. And, <laughs> and he said that he was affected by it. And he was like, wouldn't you think that I'm not really a person that would be affected by mass hysteria? Because like I live in mass hysteria. So it's like, hmm, something else was going on there. Something. I don't know. We can't explain. Who but knows? <laughs> the government were changing the batteries in the birds. <laughs> that's what it was. And this, that's why they kept us it. inside during COVID. They were changing the batteries in the birds. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That might be onto something. But I, you know what I think it is. Well, you want to? I did. I, I kind of have a feeling <laughs> yeah. where you're going, and <laughs> I did read in an article that they're thinking it might have been some UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's aliens. Really? Who left the map? Yeah. You know, I would have never have guessed. I know, right? UFOs. UFOs make all the people fall down. We still have yet to find one topic that hasn't been possibly explained by UFOs. <laughs> because there and isn't one. There isn't we one. might be making a breakthrough. Who knows? <laughs> this might be it. I feel like the government is going to start coming after us because they realize we know too much at this point. <laughs> UFOs changing batteries out of the birds. <laughs> we got to keep these guys We're letting out. Letting all their secrets <laughs> out. Right. Yeah. They made twelve cents. They got to cut them off already. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for those of you that don't know, uh, Eric and I now make one cent per listen. So please contribute as much as you can. <laughs> so hey, anybody else got any other interesting theories for all this passing out business? Some of them just said that the kids were too nervous, and I'm like, no, band kids are way. Way harder than that. Oh, they're yeah. like, I mean, they're nervous about everything. That's the fun. Yeah. They just do it. They just they do live it. in nervousness. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I have an audition tomorrow. Pass out. <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't happen. Oh man. I so. mean, in a group setting like that, I feel like it's less nerves than like being in a. I could see some of the mass hysteria, hysteria stuff. Because when I was a kid, I was on a swim team, and. It was like a summer swim team league and it was super hot and everybody started passing out from dehydration. And of course, I was one of them. Like, because <laughs> it was just like that spiral. But even the doctors are like, they're not dehydrated. So like... Yeah, okay, so that it like was confirmed they weren't overnight. dehydrated or anything like that? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Some of them stayed overnight. They couldn't figure out... The thing that they couldn't figure out was the burning of their eyes and their throat. Burning? They had burning in their eyes and their throat, which like was leading sun, to like the like pesticide. Well, oh, and I don't heck? even think it was sunburning, just like like the yeah. feeling of burning, burning sensation. Maybe that's kind of. Mm. Are we talking about the band kids or your summer league? I'm lost. <laughs> oh, band kids. Band kids. Okay. That's Like that makes sense, but uh, no. <laughs> Like, at this band competition. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I hope you have enjoyed our first guest speaker of these two episodes. We will be back momentarily with an amazing <laughs> talking oh, yeah. animal topic. Yeah. Stay tuned. Row, row, raggy. You heard that sound, right? That means it's the pun of the week. Pun of the week! So, this week's pun. A limbo champion walks into a bar. He lost. <laughs> <laughs> Super.
sweet. <laughs> but that's our segue into the next topic, which is Ryan's topic. Oh, I can't possibly wait for this ridiculous story. <laughs> this is amazing. Let's hear it. So from episode one, you may remember Eric talking about one of the funniest topics I think we've covered so far, the dancing plague of 1518, something like that. Yeah. I think I might have one to rival it. This is the story of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Ooh. Jeff ah. spelled, spelled, yeah, Jeff spelled G-E-F, not J, but G-E-F. That's it. Is it Geff or it's Jeff? Not because it tells me it's Jeff. <laughs> also referred to as the Talking Mongoose of Dalby was the name given to an allegedly talking mongoose, which was claimed to inhabit a farmhouse owned by the Irving family Wait, that lived on the Isle of Man. Already a question. Go for it. Did they go out and recruit this mongoose, <laughs> or did he just show up there? He just showed up. Nice. <laughs> That's my man. Yeah. In the early 1930s, the story of Jeff the Talking Mongoose was given coverage by the tabloid press in Britain. The, the Irving family's claims gained the attention of parapsychologists and ghost hunters as well that both thought that there was something just real weird going on. So here's the story. In September 1931, the Irving family, which was husband and wife James and Margaret and their 13-year-old daughter Vore, I think I'm saying that right, but I could be wrong, claimed they heard scratching, rustling, and then vocal noises behind their farmhouse's wooden wall panels. <laughs> Upon searching through the panels, they discovered a mongoose that introduced itself named Jeff from New Delhi, India. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. He came Jeff. all the way to their house from India? From India. From India. Geff. Man is a traveler. <laughs> I've got him, Geff. The Irvings say that Geff Jeff communicated to them that he was, quote, an extra, extra clever mongoose. Ooh. And was possibly a ghost in the form of a mongoose. Uh, the Irving family made some various claims about Jeff. He supposedly was a guardian of their house and would inform them of any approachment of guests or any unfamiliar animals. So a guard goose, huh? Guard a, guard, a guard mongoose. A guard, yes, guard geff. For example, if someone maybe forgot to put out the fire at night, Jeff would go down and turn off the stove. <laughs> Dude, I need a mongoose just to clean the house for me. Dude, just to clean the house. Perfect. Oh, it's amazing. What would you name it? Jose. Jose the mongoose. Jose the mongoose. Are you sure it wouldn't be like yeah. Jose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll, it'll be spelled like Jose. Uh, the Irving family said that they would feed Jeff biscuits, chocolates, and occasionally he would eat other fruits like bananas. Uh, he liked to, to take the food when he thought no one was watching. That is hilarious. This um, is just yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I love so this. the father, James, passed away in 1945. So the mother, Margaret, and the daughter, Voiré, had to sell the farm at a loss, actually, because it had the reputation of being haunted. In 1946, mm. yeah, in 1946, the farm was bought by actor Leslie Graham, and he claimed a little bit later in the press that he had shot and killed Jeff. <gasps> Not yet. No! I know. Yet. However, however, uh, Margaret and Vore, upon seeing the pictures of the mongoose that he had shot, very... Uh, succinctly claim that that was not Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeff looked That's different. Jeff. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah. he wasn't wearing like what they a knew, bow tie. They knew Jeff, exactly. Man. I don't Come know on. what was going on. They knew Jeff the best. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they knew. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, and get this. So uh, Vore lived all until all the way until 2005, and even shortly before passing away, she still maintained that Jeff was not her imagination; that sh- that he was a real talking creature. So this, of course, brought in some psychic investigators. Ruh-ruh who raggy. basically concluded that no, Jeff is not real. We don't know what's going on with this family, or maybe it was just his daughter. Drugs. Yeah. Definitely a lot of drugs. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's a lot of drugs. This oh might be a far fetch, but uh, this was not a mongoose. It was really just an alien. Let's let's be oh real here. Gosh, dude. It's UFOs. An alien in the form of a ghost mongoose. <laughs> yeah. It's really just a Dubai spy that, a the, Dubai that, spy. that the Indian government has programmed the mongooses to spy on other countries. Is it mongooses or Mon- is it mongoose? Mongoose. I, I genuinely don't know. I really have no idea. We gotta the, find this This out. is my favorite quote from the entire article about this. So upon like investigation from like critics and things like that, Contemporary media scholar Jeffrey Sconce writes that the most likely explanation is that this extra, extra clever mongoose was an imaginary companion created by their Irving's daughter, or their Irving's extra, extra clever daughter. (laughs) So, probably just an imaginary friend. However, because I had to include it because there were visitors and people that knew them that also claimed to hear, see, and even communicate with this mongoose. Like, so it wasn't just the family that claimed that it was there. There were other people that apparently made it, but there has been no, absolutely zero credible evidence of any mongoose, let alone a talking mongoose. Man. But when I came across the story, I just, I had to talk about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it, as soon as you see uh, there's a mongoose named Jeff, spelled Jeff. G-E-F. <laughs> yes. That would immediately draw my eye. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> now what, what was his last name? Do we have that information? I, there was no last name. He no was just name. Jeff the Mongoose from New Delhi, India. Oh, so his last name was the Mongoose. Oh, one word. Jeff the Mongoose. He was actually just a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just some Indian guy that showed up, and his last name was the Mongoose. All one yeah. word. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> What a what an exactly what happened. This is definitely my favorite topic since we started this show. This has this has been an extra extra clever topic. Oh yeah, (laughs) for sure. Well, if any of you guys, yes, if any of you listeners have any information about Jeff the Talking Mongoose, please let us know (laughs) because we would love to hear more. It's awesome. If your last name is the Mongoose, speak up. Speak up. If we're talking about, if you have a long lost grandchild, or yeah. Anything. Your grandchild? Grandfather. Same, same, <laughs> di- same difference. Same thing. We need to know if your grandfather was named Jeff and if your last name is The Mongoose. <laughs> hit us up at 814 16 Go ahead and call it anyway. Please do not, do not call or text that number. <laughs> All right, we will be back with one final episode of the season featuring Hunter's Topic and Eric's Last Topic. Stay tuned, and don't forget, stay weird.